the captain of the USS I'm your unintelligible host, um, sorry, I'm your unintelligible host, Spencer, Riverboat Captain, and with me as always is my co-captain, Ben, who's going to hey, explain what this show is. Hey, Davey, I don't think Spencer knows what a tugboat is. <laughs> he said what? he was doing a tugboat on this one, and then he <laughs> went with like an airport announcement. <clears throat> I confused tugboats for riverboat safari adventures. Hey! That other uh, boat we're tugging, it's going right into the shore. Just banging against it. Fuck. (laughs) Do you know how to drive? Uh, Yeah, this is One Shot, One Quill. It is a uh, tabletop RPG one-shot brainstorming podcast in which we randomly roll a premise and two items and then mission match them together and come up with something that hopefully someone can use to finish the one shot. Ben, today we have uh, we have four items from the internet, and then we have uh, seven premises. Can you go ahead and roll up a premise to start? Mm, we got one with the item first. I no. Why would we go with an item first? We never. We don't do that. We did once, but um, yeah, uh, we've got a three for premise. Oh boy! All right. <clears throat> oh no! A nice a vague. Well, it's a vague one. So. New settlers have disturbed a major entity of the woods when they cleared the land. I'll say that again. New settlers have disturbed a major entity of the woods when they cleared new land. Oh, that's it? That's it. That's it. Very short. Very sweet. Very short and very sweet. Uh, To try and flesh this out, why don't we get some items to try and try and narrow in? Okay, um, a one. An elaborate portrait of an ancient king, which whispers heinous things to anything with an intelligence score less than ten, eventually causing an indefinite form of madness. I feel like we've seen this one. No, we've never... Ben, you're thinking of the fact that I have referenced the uh the the grainy kodak photo of dorian gray several times oh yes so this is a (laughs) this is a as you like to say it photo of dorian gray that will yes a hentai uh, of dorian gray let's uh it's it's one of those scenarios oh you know what i'm thinking what um the one in the intergalactic episode was it changed whatever you complimented it, which is similar to yelling insults at you. Sure. In that they're both things they're paintings shouldn't do. <laughs> so we have a painting that talks to dum-dums. I, I'm assuming you have to understand it. Um, otherwise, that's weird, because I think a lot of animals have an intelligence score less than 10. And Wait, I thought it- Why'd my cat become such a piece of shit? Oh, it must be this painting. Wait, I thought it was above an intelligence score. It's below... It's below. Oh. Anything below 10. So you gotta be a real idiot. Interesting. A real, excuse me. You gotta be below average. Uh, um, and for our other one, we've got a three. Alright. This one's... Um, <clears throat> the horny goat mirror. A simple silver-handled mirror with the spirit of a sexually rambunctious satyr. 
The satyr will lustfully compliment the user's body and encourage them to disrobe. If one would partake in this request, the satyr becomes bummed out at the user's appearance. If this mirror is used as a component for the scrying spell, people will appear naked if they are not already. I want to um, chastise Andy for that one. Bad, bad Andy. Andy's Very bad job. Don't do that to me again. To the podcast. Uh, he, he had a he had a great streak right up until now, and uh, he's been retired. I'm putting his jersey on the wall. I'm keeping that other item you sent me, but <laughs> I have now blocked you <laughs> on MySpace. I've blocked you on Instagram, the only two platforms you message me on. Mm. <clears throat> so we've got a forest with some ancient angry entity. We have a painting that insults dumb people, and we have a <laughs> mirror that really wants to see you naked and then is disappointed. <laughs> um, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this is the ent- the mirror, whatever satyr is responsible for it. I think that's the entity that was disturbed in the forest, now, right? I <laughs> I think you could uh, you could honestly connect these. To it's something. It's got to be something that can manipulate images. I don't know what that would be, but like the a painting and a mirror that both talk to you, and it's got to. Those two are somewhat related. Okay, um, so it, it sounds like a perfect Feywild story again. Yeah, um, I mean it does. I'm wondering if maybe first thing off the top of my dome is the. The settlers start clearing out the woods uh, and maybe a couple of the loggers, when they're kind of like scouting out a new spot to chop trees, they find some ruins. And by stepping in there, they unlock some sort of ancient curse. One of them walks away with the horny goat mirror. He goes to sell it to the uh, nearby town. And that's how the party ends up seeing it at the market, maybe. Uh, And then uh, in those ruins, that's where you're going to find the portrait of the ancient king or whatever who's cursed you. That's just the first thing off my dome that links all three of these. Uh, what do we want the Fae to be? Because um, mm. I think that... And you said it could be the Seder. I'm thinking, yeah, when you look in this mirror and you get the rambunctious Seder, I'm thinking he's not just trapped in the mirror. I think he's like using the mirror as sort of a, a Zoom conference call with you, and he's just hanging out in that temple. Is there any, like, extra powerful satyr thing? I don't think there is. I think you've just got a little baby satyr. Um, so... Well, what is this? It's a satyr entity. Sure. Satyr-like. Some kind of satyr creature, yeah. Um, and can- let's get the record straight here, because I get them all mixed up. There's fawns, there's satyrs, there's, uh, there's minotaurs. Which one's the satyr? Uh, satyrs and Fawns are nearly the same. Uh, Satyr has horns and uh, goat hooves. Okay. Like a dude's upper half, like a person's upper half. And then like, is it like deer legs down below or goat legs? It's goat legs. It's a goat. Goat legs. Yeah, it's goats. Fawn. Fawn fawn might actually just be homebrew. I think it is, but it is a thing that. It's kind of entirely goat person. Um, Yeah. Okay. A a satyr has a goat lower half, but then their upper half is, uh, except for they do have horns. Uh, 
their upper half is human. And minotaurs hang out in labyrinths. They got they got like bull halves up top, right? And then minotaurs like minotaurs are whole bull, but they're kind of standing on two legs. They're just upright bulls. Yeah. Hmm. I always thought they were halves crossed with something. Uh, I mean, like, so- like a bull, but it's got like maybe it's not even halves. Maybe it's it just had a dude's six pack. Sometimes they will give them a dude body, like a dude mid. They have a bull head, bull legs, <laughs> and then dude mid. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's not halves. It's thirds. <laughs> in that it's case, it's like it's like a bull dude sandwich. Also, uh, are you going to this weekend's dude mid? I am going to this weekend's bull dude sandwich. Oh, okay. Give you a guess which one I am. So, so this has to be like uh, an empowered satyr in some way. Yes. Uh, how, how do we want to handle that? Because um, it can clearly walk into. I think it just it can go into paintings and stuff like that. So, like the or anything that has an image. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. It's like it. The. It's specific anything that has an image, which is why it can go into the mirror, because the mirror produces a mirror image. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the same gene that Mario has in Mario 64 that le- that lets him jump in those paintings. Yes. It's genetic. Uh, That's why nobody else can do it. Why Why is the satyr doing this? Is it for fun? Is it for revenge? I'm, hmm. Well, if we're going by at least the, the roots we started with, He's mad that people have gone into that temple. So maybe... Oh, is it, hmm. a, is it a temple? I thought it was just... Oh, you suggested a temple. I thought that... Right, at the very beginning, anyway. That, like, that's where they... That's where the... Because the, they disturb something in the forest. Maybe you find some, like, ancient ruins in there. You, du- you dug too deep or whatever. The lumberjack... They chopped too deep. <laughs> I mean, if it's a satyr, it doesn't necessarily have to be ruins. It could just be right. the forest itself, or maybe like a tree, some sort of tree that is from the Feywild. Yeah, one of those Fey gates, just one of those mm-hmm. like you know ordinary places that you kind of Alice in Wonderland fall through in. Okay, so so anything from a little rabbit hole to a big tree stump that had a door on it, or something I, like that. I just think it's uh, if they don't know what released this, that's more interesting to me. In this mm. case. No, that's fair. Maybe they just chopped a tree and there was like a little hole in one of them and it just crawled out of that. But mm. they had to find the mirror is the thing. So like, do they I, I chop think, a tree down and find the mirror in a little hollowed out hole or something? Like, I, I think you got to do, uh, as we have referenced before, some sort of Vivich thing uh, where they chop down the tree and then later they come home and their kid runs up and he's like, daddy, daddy, I found this mirror. Uh, and the mirror has the satyr in it. I like that. I like that. You can go a little spookier, too, if you do something like, uh, I don't know why this popped into my head, but you know how, like, you can pay an exorbitant amount of money to have an eccentric burial where you're just buried with a tree pod? Yes. (laughs) Meaning Mm -hmm. that someday future generations may unearth that tree and just find your bones scattered around the roots. A future dog may pee on your grave, yeah. What if, what if that's, what if that's it? Like, there's just a skeleton. There's just like an elf's skeleton under this tree that's clutching the mirror tightly. And like, this was the last thing the satyr jumped into. So of course it's been trapped in there for a while. It can't like, it would have just been buried alive if it tried to jump out. Maybe that's something. Um, But then I'm wondering how the portrait of the ancient king plays into this again. 
Uh, I think that that's just um, one of the things that the satyr goes into. Hang on. So uh, what? It's like a it's like a blank portrait, or or maybe the satyr doesn't even go into it. Maybe it's like the satyr's power. Uh, makes is that it corrupts things that it jumps into, yeah, or like things I that like are that. around. I kind of like the idea that it corrupts whatever it has to dive through because this mirror is already obviously corrupted. It's for degenerates, but the because uh, he's, he's, he's been soaking in it for so long that it's the rudest nasty boy mirror. But like maybe he just glimpses, like takes a quick jaunt through a a, a portrait of a king. And then over over days, that king starts to grow horns and he has a more malicious grin on his face. And just like anytime you get close to it, it starts lose a little insidious whispers come out. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so the we great. We've written off the portrait. It's just a byproduct of the satyr. Um, well, also, you can sell it back to the king if you can find the king in the portrait. And he's like, oh, look, it's a talking me. It's the quest <laughs> <I'm> reward. Always... <laughs> Hang on. This this king is like, I'm used to them having such thin skin. I feel like they'd be grossly offended. But this guy's like, whoa, well, nice. He gets the, he's, this is the king that stops for a caricature and he's like, whoa, they drew my teeth so big. That's cool. No, 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 no. He would be offended if it was a portrait of anyone else talking like that to him. But since it's a portrait of himself, he's like, hey. <laughs> That's giving me some fun ideas. And it's okay because he's got an intelligence score of 11. <laughs> they keep it in the throne room. And if the portrait insults anybody, the king just turns to that person and says the exact same thing. <laughs> it drives the court jester mad because obviously the fool doesn't have the intelligence score to hand, hold up to it. But. Um, well, so I was going to say to fight the satyr, they've got to smash the mirror, but we've done that before. We have done that before. I was just remembering... Another element of this we've done is the dog mirror, the creepy dog mirror. Um, wow. Okay. This one's kind of a blast from the past. This is a remaster, a retelling. <laughs> this is taking a lot of things from a lot of old. In fact, if anyone wants to do that, uh, you know, in the future, if you want to submit something to one shot, one quill, just take something that we've already done and we won't notice it. <laughs> this is the Jason X to our Friday the 13th. It's hornier. It's uh, a little more weird. <laughs> They're in New York for some reason. So how do you think you get the Seder out? Okay. I'm thinking you get the Seder out by coaxing him into the first thought in my head. And I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. Was you, you do a road runner where you, you make him think he's going to jump into a painting, but it's, it's not like a real classy painting. It's just something you painted on the wall. And then, and then he tries to jump out and run into it, but he just splats against the wall. This is called No Filter. <laughs> See, what I was thinking was you do like a, uh, if you've got like some sort of magic user, you get him to jump into a reflection in a pond, and then you, you someone uses magic to instantly dry up the pond, and then he's Ooh. just there where the water was. That's very clever. That is very, very clever. I like that. Um, what... Uh, what what else could? Oh 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 maybe maybe one of them. <laughs> uh, if you like get a perfect painting 
of a spot and you hold the painting up right by that spot and the satyr jumps into it and then you move the painting the satyr you still yoink it out there. from under him <laughs> the st- the satyr's still standing there in that spot Ooh, that could be maybe that might work better than my weird ass solution you've got to find a portrait of a lands or a painting of a landscape and get the satyr to jump into that and then keep him from jumping somewhere else and then he is just if you go to where that location actually is the satyr's there okay i like it i like it so let me try and get a a narrative flow going here uh we we've been over the intro a couple times already they chopped too deep uh (laughs) the mirror ends up coming back into town and i'm thinking it it initially is picked up by a like curio collector but he hates this thing and in fact, he almost approaches the party and is like, I cannot stand this disturbing mirror. It is ruining my life. Please take it away from me. I will pay you anything to take this artifact from me. Um, and maybe the satyr's already moved on by that point. Mm-hmm. Maybe the the horny goat within that mirror is just a vestige of how long this guy fucking tainted the mirror. Yeah, I think so. It's it's mm- one might say a reflection and then you're going to start having some weird things happening around town. Like maybe it's sort of a spreading phenomena. Like other people are trying to come up to the party and be like, oh, you dealt with the mirror, right? Can you take my painting? Yeah. It's I think really that's... weird. And then you got muddy footprints that you follow that go from, uh, you know, like maybe from the curio shop to the person's house. And then you can start piecing it together. Oh, something's moving literally from inside these artifacts and then you do your little bait and switch plan to try and uh, trick it into coming out of the painting and that's when you do the fight um mm-hmm. you battle the satyr and I, I assume that relinquishes the curse and then you can uh, uh sell the kooky painting and the expensive mirror i think it relink i don't even think it relinquishes the curse it just stops it from spreading so any painting from that he had already jumped into is still ruined <laughs> Still, uh, a v- <laughs> just ruined. It's still just damaged goods. I mean, it's ruined in like the same way that a painting of a king who keeps insulting you is ruined. Uh, I think evolved. Uh, it's go- it's exited its chrysalis They've and ru- found something better. <laughs> These paintings have reached a new level of consciousness. And I think all that remains now is what do we call this one? I'm trying to think of a pun on Michael Jackson's man in the mirror, and it's not mm-hmm. coming to me. I'm looking at the pan in the mirror. <laughs> I was also thinking something with pan, so I like the pan in the mirror. The pan in the mirror. Like Pan's Labyrinth. Pan, it's, I, I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. You've been listening to One Shot, One Quill. Ben, please play us out. Oh, um, yeah. We, as you've noticed... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, We take user suggestions for items and prompts like the ones we used in this episode. Uh, I said user. I meant listener. Uh, If you would like to send us one of those, you can do so on Twitter at DNDPod. That is at DNDPOD. This is going to be the last time I announce it, but uh, we have a full fleshed out one shot of uh, the third episode of this show, Haggle Rock, A Sour 16. You can find that at bit.ly slash Haggle Rock 25. 
Uh, our theme song is Alatavera del Goulier by Morgan Labard. His music is free. <laughs> so I don't know if we can guarantee that. I'm well, pretty sure the yeah, album sure that they may that have one, something in the paywall. The album that that one is on is free. It just doesn't sound like our decision to make that all the stuff is free now. Eminent domain. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> I don't know if that's what eminent domain means either. It's not. <laughs> uh, let's let's take another second. If you haven't rated, uh, if you haven't rated and reviewed us, uh, please do so on iTunes. That's super helpful. Um, we also want to thank Kasoon.com and Bacob's Blessed Blog uh, for helping us pad out some of our items and premises. Uh, don't forget, you can always send us more suggestions. We greatly appreciate them. And uh, I think that actually is everything. So, Alfida mm-hmm. Sane, um, next stop, Tashi Station. say alfita same alfredo sauce oh is this pasta this is pasta (laughs) 